This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and I've got State Senator Steve Green in the studio with me, and it's so good to have you here, Steve. Good to see you. Thanks, Phil. It's good to be here. You get home every Thursday night, try to? I try to, uh, and then I try to come out and do, you know, in-session uh, in stuff or yeah. in-district stuff like this. Yeah. And we've had a series of town halls. I don't have any this weekend, but the next two weekends I do again. Okay. So. Well, there's a lot going on, and I'm sure you uh, don't mind putting St. Paul in the rearview mirror every Thursday afternoon. I'll tell you what, Phil, sometimes it's just like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> you wait for Thursday <laughs> night or Friday. Yeah, time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's got to be frustrating, and I've been saying on the air as well, you know, I've been tracking with the legislature for many years, even back when I ran for state rep uh, 22 years ago or whatever it was, and it's interesting, it's important, but I have never seen anything like what we're seeing in this session, and you've been there now for a number of years. This is different this year, isn't it, Steve? It's, it's very different. You know, in the past, we we would see little flickers of these things that were floating around, and and you knew that there was always a, a small portion of the people that wanted them. This year, they've got the majorities, and the the radical agenda has just flowed through there. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be even uh, one of them that has any common sense to say no. And they've had the majority before, maybe even within the last 10 years, when Governor Dayton was governor, etc. Only for probably two years, as I recall. But it wasn't like this. I mean, they... They would communicate more with the other side and allow for amendments and things like that. Not much of that is happening here. It looks like no, they're they're not. Uh, the, in the last week, they've started to hear some of our very small bills. I think they're buying their time. Uh, uh, I'm, by ours, I mean the Republicans. Otherwise, yeah. we weren't getting any bill hearings, hmm. and they're and they're starting to look at our amendments because I think. Thankfully, they're getting uh, a lot of pressure from the people of Minnesota. Yeah. And so we've slowed down some bills. And I won't say we because they weren't listening to the legislators. No. And, and you're right. You, we, we make arguments and offer amendment after amendment. They're all shot down. But it's because the people are finally waking up, I guess, and and starting to put pressure on them that they're feeling it from, from you guys out there yeah. in the audience. There was reporters in the city saying, We've never seen anything like this, and it seems like they don't even care what the consequences might be, even for themselves down the road come the next election and so forth. But I, I just don't think they're, they're even caring about that. They have this agenda, this radical agenda. They have the power, and it, now's the time. And so let's go, and, and let's see what happens. And, of course, uh, what we're going to do here, Steve, is look at a number of issues that have been brought up some of which have already passed through the legislature, but there's much more to come. How long is this legislative session again? We'll go till I think it's the 21st or 23rd of May, something like that. There's a lot of time to do a lot more damage, yes, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah. I mean, I've said on the air, it, it seems to me this, by the time this is done, Minnesota could be changed in many ways and, and could be permanent permanent changes you know these are these are some bad things that are happening to the state of minnesota wouldn't you agree i absolutely agree and i'm looking down into the future and you know we're, we're looking two years ahead to maybe getting the house and there's a lot that's going to go into that if that's going to happen but even if we did that that only allows us to stop more bad stuff yeah. and we can't turn this around without getting the house senate and governor yeah we'll talk about elections here as we go because 
There's been some damage done there already in this legislative session. But it all began, as we remember, in early January with the abortion situation. The left felt that was one of the main reasons they got elected. So it was this mandate. And now we have abortion on demand in Minnesota enshrined into state law, don't we? Yes, we do. And there's talk now that they want to put it on the ballot and try to get it as a constitutional amendment. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's coming. But between the judges' rulings on abortion and what on the other bills that we have coming, uh, as I understand it, uh, according to some very smart people, um, we will be probably the most liberal abortion destination in the world. Yeah. Oh my, the state of Minnesota. God help us. Uh, In addition to that, and we're just going to keep on marching on here, uh, full acceptance of all things LGBT, you know, and we've had same-sex marriage for a while, that kind of thing. This transgender, uh, transgenderism has really been rising strongly and, and to the point where we saw the governor do an executive order just days ago that allows for this gender-affirming medical procedures because they're seeing that there are some states around the nation that are saying, no, we are not going to allow this, especially for anyone under the age of 18 because it's mutilation for these kids, life-changing. And and, uh, there's been some horrific results from it. But uh, again, here in Minnesota, no, we're going to have it. And in fact, there's some legislators that want to make Minnesota a transgender medical procedure sanctuary state, Correct. just like abortion, right? Yep. So you're hearing about it oh, down yes. there big time. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's all over. At, uh, you know, uh, one of the things, Phil, we used to look at this stuff and not think it was real. And, and I even in the past would hear people laughing about, you know, how stupid is that? And, and it is stupid, but it's certainly not laughable. No. And we're looking at it now, and it's in our face. They are serious. Uh, this is this is something they're going to try to push. Yeah. And it's another one of those issues where people have to get involved. Yeah, you know, it kind of comes down to a, a bottom-line situation, and I heard someone talking about this the other day. So is it true that a man can become a woman? And if that isn't true, then it isn't true for anyone. Men cannot become women. Uh, if it is true then it's true for all of us that men could become women. Well, the fact is, it isn't true. No, it's not. It isn't true. And that's not God's design. And again, this one in particular really flies in the face of biblical truth, doesn't it, Steve? I mean, bottom line? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And this is something, uh, you know, we you could argue, I guess, if someone wants to go uh, mutilate themselves if they were an adult, uh, I don't know why they would want to do that, but this is way di- more dangerous than that. And what we're doing here is we're turning our children into into guinea pigs. They're little lab experiments That's exactly for people right. that have no godly morals and that have actually no common sense. And it's like this this big game with them, and they're going to do it regardless of of anything anybody says. Yeah, it is incredibly serious. You know, it it's gone from. Wow, that seems weird to all of a sudden. It's incredibly serious. Yep. And here in Minnesota, because of our leadership currently, we're, we seem to be all in. You know, and there's not much we can do. It's got to be frustrating for you, 
you know, it, in cases like it's this. It's very family. frustrating, uh, you know, and we'll talk a little more maybe later about, about again, how important it is for people to get involved and, and how we look at some things that have maybe been slowed down through, uh, through public involvement. Yeah. But that's where it's going to have to come from. And we'll keep sounding the gong down there and trying to get the information out. Yeah. I won't stop that. But, uh, An executive order, remind us, Steve, it's just, it's in place. It's kind of like a law, uh, except it's only good until the governor is either voted out and the next governor can change it, right? I mean, without legislative approval. Right. And uh, as I understand it, too, if we had the legislature, we could, we could do things to get rid of it, too. But right now, yes. That's not going to happen. It, it is a law. Uh, if if the governor signs it, just like a presidential executive order, yeah, and, unless it's challenged in court, and I I think this one may be. Okay, I hope it is. That's a good point. And uh, and so if it goes through the courts and is codified, then it is there until, like you say, another governor takes it out. Okay, well, another thing that happened early on was the carbon free legislation. You know, wanting to uh, completely get away from any sort of carbon related fuels. Uh, by the year 2040. You know a lot about that. You sit on climate committees. As we look at even this issue through a biblical worldview, you know, God gave us these things that are just magnificent, whether it's oil, coal, natural gas, etc. But this one is already passed. This is in law now, isn't it, in the state? Yeah, this is passed and signed. And for, you know, I can, I'll do a quick run on this because it it could take a long time. We could talk about it for probably an hour. Uh, but basically what the, the carbon free uh, by 2040 does, it's going to force our electric uh, suppliers to, to go into anything that doesn't produce carbon. Well, just for the record, Phil, we are all carbon based. There isn't yeah. anything on this earth that's not carbon based. True. And, and right now we have about 412 parts per million of carbon in the air. And they're saying that that's disastrous. That's, that's the limit. You can't go any higher than that. However, EPA, or excuse me, OSHA, has uh, ruled that if you're in an automobile shop, for instance, and you're confined in there, you can't uh, stay in there for more than eight hours if the carbon is above 5,000 parts per million. Oh, boy. And yeah. so, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said there. The other issue is that uh, if you, they're, they're basing their high carbon numbers on uh, where have we come from since the Ice Age. Yeah. All right. And then if we drop below, uh, I think the magic number is 189 parts per million, photosynthesis can occur and you will no longer be producing oxygen. Hmm. Now, we can't do that because carbon comes from everywhere. It's not just coming from automobiles. It's coming from you and I. It's coming from the ocean. It's coming from our forests, uh, that, yeah. you know, decomposing trees. Yeah. It's, it's just there. It's part of our, our uh, habitat. And it's and it's a crucial part. It's part of God's creation. Amen. So it's it's not the dire uh, circumstances that they're saying. However, now with this law, they are they are forcing our electric companies to meet a standard that we don't have the technology to meet. Right. And that's important to understand. You can't meet this. So what that's going to mean is, if you can't meet it, then you have to pay. So we'd be buying carbon credits, which is basically forcing us to pay more for our electricity to buy thin air. And that's across the board. So you, for instance, Phil, in your in your place here, your price is going to go up. A store's price is going to go up. All these things are going to affect our schools. So your property taxes are going to go up. You can affect your counties. Your county taxes are going to go up. If you add everything in, according to the Center for the American Experiment, the average household is going to be looking at over $300 a month increase. Increase. 
Yeah. In their in their living expenses. Yeah. And it could get even worse than that. And yes. the fact is there's just no need to do it. You're trying to pick a date and meet it when you're not ready and the just going to one of the biggest ways of inflating our way of life that just isn't necessary at this point. Right. You know, obviously we always want to look at new technology and and uh, find things that might be better and and better for the planet, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but it's just it's out of whack but it's already passed in minnesota right. and and one more thing just on this and then we can move on if you want but uh the whole thing is they've got this global warming thing still going it's it's like a religion yeah. if this you know. if this uh, when this law goes into effect it's going to change uh the celsius in of of the climate by 0. 0.00096 by the year 2100 Wow. 70 some years from now, we'll lower the, the, well, we won't. It's, that's not yeah. even a number. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's not going to do anything. <sighs> yeah. It's so frustrating and it's just going to cost people money. And we're, we're families, we're churches, we're whatever, just trying to do, trying to live and to have the expenses go up unnecessarily. It's just so incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're seeing people leave. Minnesota. Yes. You're going to be seeing more and more because of these kinds of things. You've got the gun control. We'll talk about that a little bit. There's at least four bills, if not five now in the Senate, I think, but they're trying to put limits on that. That's another, you know, uh, right that we have in this nation established by the founding fathers and, uh, you know, saying, please don't infringe on that one. But they certainly are trying to do that. Yeah, all the bills are infringing on that, and and so you've got uh, the storage bill, which is ridiculous, uh, and uh, the red flag laws, which will are, are unworkable. Yeah. Our sheriffs have said they're not going to do that, uh, but that then they open themselves up for for lawsuits as well, uh, and so uh, these anyway. There's four bills that are erroneous in themselves. The fifth bill actually rolls them all in, but in the fifth bill. If that one should pass, then you will actually have to go apply for and and uh, and get a, a license to own a gun, just like you would a car license. Hmm. And uh, you'll have to have background checks if you want to borrow your gun out. That's one of the other bills as well. Uh, the sheriff will have to be able to come into your home and and check and see if you have proper storage. Uh, and so uh, the. The registrations, gun registration, mm-hmm. uh, they are going to classify a semi-automatic pistol as an assault weapon. So you that that will be not legal for you to own uh, only under certain conditions. And and the whole thing is it's just it's complete gun control is what it is, Phil. And you know we can go into history a little bit and just say there's never been a country uh, around that within a certain amount of time hasn't led to some kind of disaster with the government yeah. taking over. All The only thing that, that are left out of that right now would be Canada and Australia, and they've just implemented this, and we'll see. Hmm. But all the other countries that have done it have been mass executions by the government. You know, and that's one of the things right in our founding documents is gun, contr- uh, gun rights is to protect ourselves from ourselves, from our government. Right. You know, so that's very important, and... You know, that's, that's just a fact of life, as many on the left would just assume there were no guns at yeah. all. And uh, <clears throat> that's, their, that's their eventual goal. Well, their goal, Phil, and this is something that we have to really understand, is the left doesn't care if, if uh, 
if there's guns out there as long as they own them and have control of them. Yeah. And we've seen that. The government will have the guns. And, and so the guns aren't going away. And you're not going to get them away from the black market people either. No. And so what you're doing is you're disarming citizens. And uh, uh, the CDC, I think, pulled it down now. But there was a wide range of, of what they had. But it's anywhere from 500,000 to 3 million uh, incidents are, are prevented by citizens with arms yes. that carry yeah. firearms. Yeah. Paid leave has been a hot topic. And that really had a lot of momentum uh, going through the legislature up to 24 weeks of paid leave. And I know the Bible has things to say is when you're, you know, when you're working for someone, you are to really work hard for your employer, respect them, you know, as you're as someone who gives you your paychecks, you know, uh, to be a person of integrity and so forth. Boy, up to 24 weeks of paid leave is, it's just too much. And it opens the door for all sorts of fraud. And we know full well in Minnesota that people you know, especially who don't know the Lord, they're not uh, opposed to kicking into fraud gear, you know, when that opportunity comes. So where are we at with that? I know that uh, one of the senators from Moorhead is getting some pushback. You were telling me that. Yeah, um, he had indicated that he thought that the paid family leave was a good bill. And apparently, you know, this is rumored for me now just lately okay. as, this weekend, that he got over 14 letters from businesses in Moorhead saying, you sign on to this, we're leaving. We mm. are just packing up and going across the border. Yeah, And that's just that's just one small community of Moorhead. Uh, and just if people don't know what this is yet, this is a payroll tax. Yes, every exactly. Every single worker and, and every single employer will be paying this. And employers will have to pay it even if they only have one employee. And they'll have to pay this, this percentage just like Social Security. And then they can pass half of that on to their employees. And if you work, I, I forget the exact date, but it's only maybe like 30 days, for instance, you'd work and then you're eligible to receive this paid family leave. And you, and if your dog gets sick, you know, it's, it's so yeah. broad and, and you can get up to six months off. And if someone's wow. willing to work the system, you know, they're going to do that. And so imagine what that means for your, even your schools, you know, how wow. are you going to do that? And so then the employer, if, you, if he starts getting people that are taking this off, he has to get other people to backfill them. And if he hires the wrong person, as soon as they fill the requirements, they could be on the same system. Wow. And, and so it's, there, there's no, it's just very little restrictions on it. And it's, it's not all, one of those things, again, that's not workable. Our, uh, our communities, when they're hearing more about it, are understanding it can't be done. And, I, and I'm hoping that we're getting enough pressure to, to stop this one, too. Okay. I know they don't want it stopped. No, Th they don't. This was one of their high-priority items. Yep. But uh, maybe, with God's help, this might be one that does not make it. Right. And, you know, you, you said, you know, you're looking at biblical stuff. And I, I say this a lot, probably to ad nauseum, but we are, uh, our, one of our functions here is to work. We are to work and worship exactly. God. That's our existence. Yeah. And when God created Adam and Eve, he didn't put them in the garden to lay in a hammock. Yeah. He put them in the garden to work the garden. And, uh, and, and, and except for people that can't work or are disabled or, or elderly, uh, uh, the scripture tells us, I think it's in Hebrews, if you know, I, you're telling me that uh, I'm, I'm hearing word that you guys aren't working because you say the Lord's coming back anyway. Yeah. And I told you when I was with you, if you do not work, you shall not eat. Hmm. Yeah. It's biblical. Amen. It is. It is. Um, marijuana, that's making its way through. Yeah, recreational use of marijuana. Um, 
Do you think that's going to happen, Steve? I'm that's sure another one, not. too. We're on the edge. Uh, you know, when they went through with the abortion, they, they moved it through very fast. And like I said, we thought we were going to have committee meetings on it. Yeah. So we thought we were going to have time and we were gearing up. And be, that and the energy bill just came like a rocket flying yeah, through. It did. They, they didn't go to, I think, maybe one committee. And then they moved them to the floor and passed them. And this, so they sidelined us. And so we've got, uh, we got smart a little too late, maybe. But now we've gotten trying to get in front of these and getting information to the people because they're not listening to us. We have to go to the people and the, mm. you have to, you have to, you know, get a hold of these folks. And so what they've done with the, the marijuana bill is I think it's been to almost every single committee in the house yeah. <laughs> and it's at its last committee. So will it get to the floor? We'll see yeah. uh, if they have the votes to pass it. If it doesn't come to the floor, that means they don't have the votes to pass it. I think that's why they're bobbing it through committees. And the same thing is happening in the Senate. It's going from committee, committee, committee. My fear is they'll bring it up one late night on a Friday or something and try to get it through while the press is not there. Uh, But we have to be diligent in that. And they're only giving us a couple days notice on these bills when they're bringing them. So we'll fire out the word and hopefully we can get folks to talk. This is really bad, Phil. This, This bill, you know, we can talk about the THC and how it's many times stronger than it was when you and I were young. And uh, but we also need to know that in this bill, it's not just legalizing marijuana; it's promoting it. Yeah, there will be money in here for grants for low income low income communities, if you can believe that, to help them set up pot shops. And so you could basically have, you know, your kids walking by a, a pot dispensary on their way to school. Oh yeah. And all the other states have told us, you know, even though some of them say they like it because it's bringing in revenue. They're spending more revenue than, than they're uh, getting yeah. in, and uh, crime rates are up. Uh, drug use in the grade schools is up, and it's just right down the board. It's a yeah. horrible, horrible bill. Got to pray that that stops, and uh, no doubt. This driver's license situation, this one's already passed and signed, yep. where uh, we've made driver's licenses available to illegal immigrants, and you know, you've got the liberals out there that just oh we you know that's such a wonderful thing and it's going to increase safety for driving and so forth it's not that simple is it steve no it's really not and we can go back to this this law has been in effect not that long really yeah i mean i mean the law that says you can't get a driver's license if you're here illegally and one of the reasons it's in effect was from 9-11 yeah uh the terrorists that that uh took down the twin towers and crashed the plane in the field uh and, and the Pentagon, there there was 19 of them, and they had over 30 licenses between them. Hmm. They were able to just go in with, with uh, faulty documentation, get a license in different names, and that's what this will do. And during that time, you know, co- co- leading up to that, during the Clinton administration, he had uh, uh, prevented sharing of information. So FBI, for instance, couldn't be in contact yeah, with the CIA. Couldn't talk and so, to each other. Yeah, so these guys... Uh, got through the system and that's how we ended up with the 9-11 attacks and mm. and we still don't know how many more are out there this bill does exactly the same thing mm. it, it it it's not just a driver's license for people here illegally they can come in with any documents they can print their own documents phil and if they have a legalized stamp to hit them with they can come in and get a license there is nothing on this license that is any different from your driver's license so they can use it to vote they can use it yeah. to get on a plane if they want. And the only 
people that can have this information on the driver's license is our Secretary of State for voting reasons. That's it. You can't That's share it. it. Nope. Wow. And uh, do they have to take a driver's test to get they the will, license? They will have to take the test. There, there again, I mean, we've got our own, our own people, our own citizens waiting months to get in to get a driver's test. I have no idea what this is going to yeah. be. Wow. And it's a lot of people. I think immediately they said like 85,000 could uh, immediately qualify for that. Yep. You know, illegals in Minnesota. Right. And that's already passed. Yep. You know, that's done. And, and so is voting for felons. And I know there were some people kind of on both sides of the fence on that one. You know, well, OK, you've paid your dues and maybe you should get uh, your right to vote back. But again, that's not that simple either, because it used to be, you know, your full sentence for committing a felon was not only the jail time, but then possibly years of probation. What they did with this bill now is as soon as you're out of jail, right, you yep. you immediately can vote? Yep. And jail time has been reduced big time for a lot of felons. And some of these felons with the type of crime that they committed, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to vote. Right. I agree. Uh, the, the one thing I will say about, you know, the parole. Yeah. Keep in mind, your sentence is your sentence. Exactly. You're out on parole. You're still serving your sentence. It's just that because you've been uh, behaving yourself, I guess, you're allowed to serve the rest of your sentence outside the prison walls. But it's still it's a still sentence. It's still your sentence. Keep that in mind. The only thing that I would say on, on the felons is this. We have a lot of things that are felonies that shouldn't be. We've mm. got over 400 felonies okay. in Minnesota. Uh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try to pick through them because I can't do that. Sure. But I do know there's what happens a lot in the in the legislature is somebody will come in with a story, and it might be a horrific story. I'm yeah. not gonna say that it's not, but it's maybe one incident, and because of one incident, then we'll they'll want the the penalties increased, yeah. so they'll they'll add a felony to things that should be felonies. And I've thought for a long time that that waters down what a felony really should be. But nevertheless, that doesn't change the fact that on this one, I think it's going to be 55,000 new voters immediately. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's uh, well, I'm just going to say it. That's what the Democrats want. Yeah. They want that, that 55,000, that 85,000 new votes. And not, not that all of them would vote uh, on the left, but I well, suppose. Well, we could go into that, too, because <laughs> <laughs> because if, uh, uh, if, the, if the bills pass that are trying to go out there right now, uh, Steve Simon will have access to all those names, and they will get a ballot in the mail. Oh, yep. boy. So Wow. Well, that's the thing. I mean, with the way we're going in Minnesota, we, you know, the Republican, the conservative side might never win another statewide election. Well, we I need mean, to pray. It's been a long time since we have now. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Lots going on here in Minnesota. Uh, the ethnic studies thing, that just happened. I know you don't know a whole lot about that yet, but they're try- that's new bills. House and Senate trying to get this into the education. It's critical race theory. It is critical race and theory. And putting yes. it into state law. For curriculum in K through 12 schools. Right. Yep. And if all the bills go through the way that I'm looking at them, and honestly, Phil, I, I just haven't had time to get through all the bills. No, we're over 2,000 now. <laughs> and uh, well, we're almost 3,000 3, actually. And, uh, and so I'm trying to keep up on that. But uh, keep in mind that already we're fighting this in our schools. Right. And the, and the ethnic studies, the CRT, is in all your curriculum. It's not as bad as what's coming. 
what's yeah. coming in these bills is way worse. But for instance, even in your math books, you're yeah. going to see you're going to see it trickled in there, and that's why it's so important that you know uh, good Christian people get on the school boards. Yeah. However, with these bills, if they go through, then we're going to have another fight because now we're into charter schools and homeschools. Yeah. And they're going to be pushing this for, uh, and you're going to have to know it and test on it to be able to graduate in Minnesota. Yeah. No matter where you're at. Takes it out of the hands of a, a local school board, and, really. And people. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that they're teaching now, and, and whether it's this or, or even, you know, we talked about the abortion bill and the other bills coming forward, they're taking out any rights for the parents to be notified. Yes. And yeah. that's very important for people to know, too. That uh, you could you could have something in your school and already I guess I mean I I haven't heard it from my grandkids but they're apparently in places in Minnesota they're already being told you don't tell your folks about this yeah or you know they try to keep it quiet boy and and again as you look at things through a biblical worldview that is so horrific to take away and and put a wall between our kids and parents but that's what's happening in Minnesota every chance they get. I mean, there's been so many other bills. Uh, you know, this Omar Fatah, he's a senator uh, uh, down in the Twin Cities area, uh, I think originally from Somalia. He's been involved in several scandals. I know the mm-hmm. Center for the American Experiment has has done a lot of research on that guy, and now he finds himself in the Senate. I think he had ties to the daycare scandals, the feeding yes feeding scandal things like that but just not slowing him down he's introduced a bill for free college he's introduced a bill for a minimum basic income uh you know a bunch of money for that i you know that's not to say that those things are going to pass but i tell you what it's minnesota i wouldn't be surprised if they don't get pretty close right you know because these things are being talked about nationally in the blue states and Minnesota is not exactly purple anymore. No, I not. mean, not this year, for sure. Um, the reparations is another one that just came up. We won't spend a lot of time on that, but wow, you know, uh, ranked choice voting. But uh, are, are we seeing anything about nursing homes, Steve? Because we know that's a that's a real need yeah. in Minnesota. <clears throat> the stuff that we've tried to put into the bills on nursing homes really hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, I'm not really sure where we're going to end up on that uh, with the health and human services stuff. Uh, You know, the nursing home thing is a little complicated because it's not just money. They keep talking about money, but we simply don't have the staff. Yeah. The staff's not there. And and a lot of that, and this is probably more me than anybody, but uh, some of the folks I've talked to is, is the regulations that they have to go through the you know, all the, the hoops they have to jump through, even with the staff. And if anything goes wrong, staff gets written up for, you know, mm. abuse or whatever. You can get written up for abuse if, 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 a, if a person living in the nursing home says they're missing something, mm. you know. And, uh, and so I don't want to, the reason it's hard to talk about is I don't want to belittle real abuse. Yeah. I really don't. Exactly. I think we need to look for it. But, but if, if you're doing things to get the abuse numbers up, then that's not right either. But in, yeah. And what it's doing to our nursing homes now, we have beds. We just can't fill them because there's not staff there to right. fill them. Right. And so... And it's not just a wage uh, dollar amount issue, right. you're saying. It's 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 more complicated than right. that. Right. And now if the other bills <clears throat> pass and we're going to pay people a, a wage to stay home, which in many cases we're already doing, why would they work? Yeah. Oof. 
yeah, you talk about a place where you'd, you'd take advantage of that 24-week paid leave right. a lot working at a nursing home just with the stress and things yep. like that. And they do need to be paid well. I, it, you know, we, <laughs> and we've got a lot of people, you know, the boomers, there's a lot of people that are going to need a nursing home in yep. the next 10, 15, 20 years in Minnesota. So it's getting to be a crisis, there's no doubt. And then you've got the push for physician-assisted suicide in Minnesota. That actually, that could pass, couldn't it? That could pass. Uh, there's a doctor there, a uh, so-called doctor, who is pushing that. Um, and uh, she has been moving a lot of these, trying to move a lot of these kind of yeah. bills. Uh, it's it's one another one of those things where I, I don't understand it. You know, it's... And then they come up with the fancy names, and always remember that they come up with these these names for these bills, like yeah. compassionate, oh, sure. you know, compassionate care, yeah, blah, blah, compassionate blah, blah, care, and all that stuff. And and really, if you read it, read what's in the bills. There's nothing compassionate about it, and and there's certainly no no biblical uh, references in it. They're they they don't believe in God, so yeah, you know that's that's part of the problem, but. Um, there is, so it's not just that they're, they don't believe in them. They want to make sure nobody else does either. Yeah. That's really kind of a root in a lot of the things that we've been talking about is there's no looking to God for wisdom or looking to scripture. It's just, well, what's the convenient thing for the world? What's, you know, what's the trend out there right now? And especially for kind of a socialist Marxist movement that we have in our country, it's totally away from God and the nuclear family and parents and child relationship. It's, it's really sad. It is very, very yeah. sad. And you see it firsthand in St. Paul every week. I don't know. Uh, again, you've got a tough job, Steve. Uh, we haven't even talked about the dollars and cents stuff, so we'll, we'll kind of end with that. Uh, you know, the bonding bill, that's going to be a big one, and I'm assuming that might pass. But that is about the only leverage that Republicans have in this entire session is in the Senate on this bonding bill, right? Because doesn't it take a supermajority? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I was very disappointed that it passed the House, the bonding oh, bill, very uh, quickly. Yeah, and uh, they they actually had 21 uh, Republican votes, and they got nothing for it. Yeah. And and uh, as I understand it, I think that the Republican projects in that bill. We're around three hundred, about three hundred million, I think, mm-hmm. out of a two two billion dollar bill. Sure. And and so, I don't I don't like bonding anyway. Yeah. And we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. So for me, a lot of those issues aren't aren't a reality, but for some they are. And, but, you know, we've been working very hard trying to get a full exemption on Social Security, for instance. Oh yeah, that's we that that is something that should <clears throat> absolutely be on the table if there's going to be a bonding bill. A full repeal of Social Security tax, and and also some uh, uh, tax relief. You know, we've got all this money they keep talking about, but instead of cutting back, now there, uh, I saw an article that they not only want to do this two billion dollar bonding bill, they think we should have six billion dollars in total because we haven't bonded for so long. Okay. And so that's going to drive up our debt. Right now, we're sitting at about ten billion dollars in debt in a state that voted in our constitution to have a balanced budget. So, but they, they get around that by bonding. And so we've got that sitting on the table. Our bonding, our debt service now, because we haven't had uh, a bonding bill in three or four years, our debt service is down to $1.4 billion. Hmm. If these things pass, our debt service is going to be back up there probably close to $2 billion Per year. Per, right. No, every, every biennial. 
Oh, bi- biennial. okay, biennial. And and so <clears throat> what what what's going to happen is we'll be right back where we were, where we're bonding. We're borrowing money every year, uh, to uh, just fill the payment that we just made. Hmm. And so we're constantly going backwards. It's like keeping your credit card maxed. Yeah, I just yep. made a payment on my credit card so I can go pay more. Yeah, and so that's the issue on bonding. Uh, the governor's budget is so bloated; it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, he's not only wants to spend the, uh, you know, the so-called surplus. seventeen billion dollars surplus. It's actually it's truly nineteen billion now because they they adjust it for inflation back down to seventeen. He also wants to uh, raise taxes by another fifteen billion. So that 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 ups. And by the way, if they do that, that'll up our capacity to bond for more too. Mm. So. Wow. Yeah, uh, we're just, <laughs> it's hard to find any silver linings here. Uh, you know, I'm assuming some of the bills that are coming through uh, are things that you can agree with. You know, like you said, there's been 3,000 bills, and they can't all be bad, you know, because you guys are introducing some bills as well, as far as that goes. Yeah, well, ours aren't getting heard. We've got a few yeah. committee hearings, but they're not getting to the floor. Yeah. And the bills that you're going to see that that they're going to let us bring through are really you know, small bills. For Tiny instance, we got things. some we got yeah. some licensing issues for, for for four wheelers. Yeah. Or you know so, some little thing like that, but nothing substantial. Uh, and it, but if you're looking for a silver lining, Phil, I would say, even though I th- I, I don't want to uh, belittle the fact that people have to stay involved because it's through the involvement we've seen so far that we're seeing these bills slow down. Yeah. So don't forget that. But always remember that God is in charge. And I will tell you, I have never been prayed over so much or yeah. had so many people come to me that are turning back to God during these times, especially over the abortion thing. Yeah. That, that is encouraging. And we have also other states, and I can't name them right now, but one of them for sure has uh, voted 70-some percent in their legislature to make it illegal for anybody to take a child out of their state for an abortion. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, we're we're in a bad place, but we're on the front lines. But what that means is we fight harder. And yeah. we remember that the battle belongs to the Lord. Amen. And we'll do the work. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we can always move down the road if we have to. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> well, keep this in mind on that, too. Uh, if you move, it'll follow you. Yeah. you got to have to fight it sometime. Let's That's fight true. it now. Or you could move the North Dakota border over a few We're hundred We're working miles. on that, but it's it's pretty complicated. Oh, okay. <laughs> to make the 7th Congressional District part of the Dakotas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, it's you're right, Steve. God, he's in control. He's not surprised by any of this. It's just incredibly difficult right now in Minnesota. We got to pray harder. We need to stand up though, and and uh, and be bold, right? Yep. And not be shy. We got to be careful. We don't want to be mean, you know. There was no, a, but we want to be smart, yeah. And, and, but yeah. also too, you know, and we do need to teach the truth. Amen. And if somebody, if someone's offended by the truth, then then they all have to be offended. Yeah. You know, my the <clears throat> shirt says my my rights don't end where your offense begins or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But we have we have a, a tool before us, Phil. And it's the, the Bible and whatever knowledge we've gained from it. It's, it's history of the country and, and the things that have happened in the past. And, and I've been telling folks a lot more than even usual that uh, us guys out here that have gray hair now, maybe we need to step up and yeah. we need to start being the daycare for our kids, our grandkids, yeah. and teaching them these things that they're not getting in school. 
and yeah. so that so that they know it and the the power that we would have there i think would be immense yeah and and not only that the blessing we would get from it would be unbelievably huge hmm. yeah you know and even a state like california which has really been messed up for much longer than minnesota and i and i know that some of these democrats in st paul have been referring to california it's like they're getting all their ideas from California on doing a lot of the things that they're doing. So we're, we're kind of the stepbrother, I guess, uh, it's look, looking like, of California. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, it doesn't mean we, we still have to fight. We right. still have to take a stand and do what we can, despite the fact that that metro area and the rest of us is just so different, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, it Remarkably is. Remarkably different. It is. It, but, you know... Uh, I think too there if we know people from that area, we need to talk to them too. Yeah. For, oh, can. for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's so good to see you, Steve, and you too, uh, Phil. thank you for fighting the good fight down there. Well, thank we'll, you. Uh, we'll connect again. You know, maybe three weeks, something like that. Again, a lot of session left, so we'll we'll see what happens and let's be bold. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This is your life, God's truth. Your QFM.